space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of Starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life, a new civilization, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Greetings, salutations, and welcome back to Retrek. I'm Captain Jim, and with me, of course, is Admiral Elliot. Hi there. And we are finally, finally looking at Picard. We are. We're finally moving forward in the universe. That's true, yeah. I was trying to work it out the other day, because it's about... Been um, a long time. Oh, God, don't even go there. <laughs> but speaking of Enterprise, so there was, what, two, three seasons of Enterprise, two of Discovery... Um, three movies and none of them have taken us forward in the timeline. Yeah, and now we're finally there. So, Star Trek Picard launched obviously uh, in America last Thursday. Globally, Friday. Friday, we got it at midnight. Yeah, I'm Friday morning. Good it job. That's bang on. That's, Hit midnight, and there it was. And that's what Netflix should be doing with Discovery, but they don't. So, never mind. But, um, yeah, so we've got Picard. There's a lot to talk about with it. Should yeah. we just crack on with the yeah, episode? Yeah, we're very then? excited, aren't we? So, <laughs> first of all, then, first thing... Well, first thing we hear is... Um, so, Irving Berlin, and it's uh, Bing Crosby singing Bing Blue Cros- Skies. Yeah, which... which- was stated what he sang at uh, Troy and Riker's yep. and wedding. It's, it's the last thing we've heard in this timeline because B4's singing it as Picard's walking down the yeah, corridor in, in Nemesis. Nemesis. So we're picking straight back up. Also, licensed music, which is we didn't really get until Star Trek 09, but obviously CBS has got a bit of money now. Yeah. Because we've had Bowie or we've had a yeah, cover we've had a of, bit of all sorts, haven't we? And we're starting to get the licensed music, so that's pretty cool. So yeah, we start with Blue Skies as we say is you link to Nemesis and everything also I thought there was a visual link to uh, All Good Things because we're seeing all these nebulas yeah and All Good Things finishes with that lovely shot of the Enterprise and there's nebulas but, yeah, and it does. Yeah. pulsars and everything so it almost feels like visually we're getting we're back to All Good Things and audio we're back to Nemesis yeah. so it's very much yeah with the audio we're not sure where we're out with space no no but then we get we start panning into the Enterprise D which looks awesome. They've done a beautiful job. Yeah. To say that, if this is the only time you use it, they've done an amazing yeah. job. For- <laughs> does make you wonder, because they've got the CGI model now. Yeah. And it makes you... Well, I think, though, if you remember from one of the trailers, Picard, when he's in Starfleet Command, can see, like, a hologram of it. Yeah. So, mm, maybe, who knows? But yeah, yeah. There was more Galaxy-class starships. There was, yeah. And presumably some will still be in service, so yeah. And then we get this, like, obviously we couldn't do this back when we were doing Next Gen. Not to this extent. We zoom right in to 10 forward, and we see that it's Picard and Data playing poker. They're playing poker, poker. yeah. Data's in his Nemesis uniform, though, some people online have been like, well, this is a continuity error. No, it's not. It's a dream for one. having a nightmare oh absolutely he is yeah and so you know data appears here how picard, picard last, last remembers him. seeing him yeah but they're in a place 
that Picard has fonder memories of. Yeah. He re- obviously remembers his stint on the Enterprise D and uh, Guinan was in 10 forward and everything. Yeah. And possibly also quite an easy set to build rather than rebuilding the bridge. Yeah, it probably is an easy <coughs> set, but it probably has, like, I know on screen we saw a lot more of the Enterprise D, but you get the impression, like, from what it says in um, Insurrection, that they're not out in exploring anymore. True. He was doing his exploring in the Enterprise D. That's so true, he, he was, he probably actually. has much fonder memories of the Enterprise I'm sure D does, yeah. than the E. And it sounds that, as we find out later on, you know, he, he, he sort of prematurely left the Enterprise E. Yeah. He gave up the captaincy for reasons we'll get on to. But, yeah, so... We've got this thing, the playing poker, which obviously, you know, they always used to play poker. Picard joined in. Well, Picard joined in the last episode to join the... Yeah. And there's this little bit about the discussing has Data got a tell. Yeah. And it's it's a nice bit of banter between the characters. It's like a character beat for Data, but I'm wondering, might this tie in somewhere... Somewhere later. Later down, with what we find out about the nature of Daj and everything and... Uh, you know, is this idea of when data's lying is when he look? It, maybe that's gonna. Yeah, well, I think like the tell's brilliant. Like Picard's there, you left pupils slightly dilate, but yeah. when you're really trying to do it, your tell is you do nothing. You do, yeah, <laughs> and then data's like, well, hang on, I don't know which way to play the deception sort of thing. So yeah, it's great. It's very data, very yeah. Picard. <laughs> Obviously, the writers have got a good handle on the characters. And speaking of the writers, there's a lot of credited writers on this episode. Uh, five writers. So we've got, yeah, the teleplays by Akiva Goldsman, who has got a bit of a bad name because he wrote the scripts for Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, The Lost in Space that came out in the 90s, yeah. Rings, the sequel to The Ring, which is terrible. But he also did... A Time to Kill, which is a good courtroom drama. He did iRobot, which in I don't think that's a bad no, sci-fi. I don't think it's bad sci-fi. I Am Legend, which were pretty decent. Yeah, I think everyone enjoyed I Am Legend. People especially, especially if you can get the director's cut, which yeah. he also wrote. So He's also worked on Discovery and Titans, both of which are well worth your time. So yeah. Bit of a checkered record, but, you know. like I, I don't know if you can really blame the writer with Batman Forever, because... They're under a lot of obligation to fit toys and all sorts in. They had yeah, a they really were. They were. dodgy brief, I think. I mean, you know, I'm willing to... Uh, yeah, the work he's done on Star Trek has been good so yeah. far, so that's fine. The other credited writer with the teleplay is James Duff, who, new to Star Trek, but created a programme called The Closer and another programme called Major Crimes, both of which were long-running yeah, crime huge. shows. Yeah, Hugely so, popular. Decent pedigree. The story then is credited to Goldsman, Duff, but also Alex Kurtzman, who we know as the, the head honcho. Yeah. And uh, Michael Chabon, who's the showrunner of Picard and also is a Pulitzer Prize winning author. So, you know, we've got. Uh, there's a lot of voices there, but we've got yeah. some decent. Um, and to be fair, this is how a lot of modern TV is made. Modern does. TV doesn't have just one writer anymore. No, and it, they, it, they tend to have literally put them in a room and they all throw yeah, ideas I mean, and do storyboards. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think that's always how it's been. But I think the uh, like Writers Guild 
um, have relaxed a bit on how you credit it. So it used to be like, you know, you've got to credit it to one specific yeah. writer and, you know, there's all sorts of behind-the-scenes stuff. But, yeah, so we've got quite a few voices going into it. Um, Picard obviously has these lines that are setting things up like, I don't want the game to end. Well, before we even get there, we have, like, data raises him 15 Picard goes but that's all I've got yeah like gentlemen and he starts pouring tea yeah he does and he so he pours status and he goes milk yeah no and then you you see Picard's cup's suddenly got milk in it Mm. and then he goes sugar and he goes no and Picard's cup has had sugar added to it because you can tell it's moving and a lot of people are going, this is a really bad edit. Yeah. Because his cups changed from being black to having milk and all that in without yeah. adding it. It isn't, he's having a nightmare. Yeah, Picard exactly. has his tea black. <laughs> yeah. In <laughs> all good things, he kicked off almost because he was he off did. milk and Yeah, sugar. this is true. <laughs> so, and it is everything he's... <laughs> uh, well, let's get on to then the main part of it, which is Data's hand of cards that he finally his shows. hand of cards. Now... His hand of cards is he puts down five queens. He does. Five we get from um, Chain of Command yeah. with the lights, one of the most dramatic. So yeah, so the the fact that there are five five of something where there should, should only be four. be four. Yeah. And the Queen Picard was assimilated by the Borg Queen. Exactly. But also <laughs> the Queen is abbreviated to Q. We have Q who's, who's his nemesis. Yeah. And if you look, they're all the same suit. They're all hearts, hearts. which could be a reference to his, his artificial hearts, heart, yeah. which we know killed him. Yeah. So, so we have this, the hand of cards. People have got, like, people have sort of gone, oh, it's it's Q just from the Q. It's like a load of different traumatic events yeah. just in that one hand of cards. Exactly. It's really, really good. It's really clever. And then, obviously, we see the destruction of Mars, which we come yeah. to learn is another one of Picard's. Well, it, it goes... It, well, it, before that, it goes, like, I don't remember how, um, setting course from Mars, and then he turns around and Data just vanishes. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's it's sort of crashing in, it's, it's bringing it sort of up to not the present time frame, but it's... It's things happening, and then suddenly Mars explodes. Yeah, which we saw a bit of in Children, Children of Mars, Mars so... Yeah, so it's set in the scene. But it also blows up the Enterprise D. It does in the dream, Well, we assume it does, because 10 forwards gets to match thing. and that jolts him out of it, and we find him, he's on Chateau Picard, which we knew from the trailers and everything. Yeah, he's back on Earth. And we knew, as a lot of people have pointed out as well, it's been rebuilt, because it burnt down in Generations, but that's fine, that's believable. We have no problem with being rebuilt. Yeah, so he's there. We get an on-screen credit for the location which I don't remember apart from in the Kelvin movies I don't remember ever doing that before no so that you know that's fine it's a it's a visual storytelling device and it's new to the Star Trek universe but I don't have an issue with it and I think with the show you know, obviously we're set primarily on earth but we're jumping around to different locations we so. are and like <coughs> this episode is probably Probably the longest we've spent on Earth. Oh, easily. Right, I know 
I know Enterprise had some episodes on Earth, but we didn't jump to a Enterprise lot of Enterprise did, and uh, DS9 did with the Homefront Paradise yeah. Lost, but we were really just at Starfleet headquarters or at Cisco's dad's restaurant. Yeah, so. or, or he was up in the mountain one but, episode. Yeah, but, now we're seeing Boston, we're seeing Paris, yeah, we're seeing Okinawa, and we're seeing Starfleet. So yeah, San yeah. Francisco. And I think we're going to be on Earth for a couple of episodes, yeah, so we've got way. a lot more to kind of explore here. Um we then, you know, we're seeing Picard living quite a quaint life by the looks of it. Yeah. And it's all setting up really where he's at right now. And then we cut to Greater Boston, which the skyline's got a, a building with a Ferengi logo it's, on. Yeah. So which makes... Well, is it a, It's got to be a casino. With a, shoot, a casino or a bank or... But then it makes you wonder because the Ferengi was still... Presumably we still don't use money on Earth. So I wonder if they've got, like, a casino for the tourists, but then, you know, there's, like, a back room that you can go in and bet Latinum, and yeah, it's kind um, of like a speakeasy. You've got to know the, the code to get in kind of thing, which wouldn't surprise me with the Ferengi at all. But, you know, that again, this is just setting it in the world of Star Trek as we left it, you know. Yeah, that... They have all these different people. Yeah, and the very next <coughs> part where we get Daj, we're introduced to Daj, who's with her boyfriend. Her boyfriend is um, the same race as Paul. That's what I was going to say, yeah. So we get, you know, a call back to um, Discovery there and everything yeah. as well. So we're, we're tying in the old stuff and the new yes, stuff. Uh, like, what discovery would be about 100 years before this yeah roughly. roughly so it's quite reasonable that they didn't know Paul's race but 100 years later oh yeah that, and it, it's a nice way of bringing it all together putting yeah. it all under one roof it's a nice touch and when Dan as she's talking to him she actually says dude as well yeah <laughs> which I'm like really the word dude has made it to the the 24th century but yeah but <laughs> like with language it could be something different as well how it's it could be yeah it could be one of them or she just could be really retro yeah um then there's a quite brutal action scene yeah well out of the blue isn't it yeah, it's yeah, not yeah like they you don't just... expect this at all they're having this really nice night in boyfriend and girlfriend yeah, yeah. all cozy looks like it's off to get a bit yeah heading towards a bit frisky and then yeah boom these well, we don't know the Romulans yet, but Romulans turn up. Yeah. And it's quite like they bang her head against the table well, and stuff. The first thing, they beam in and strip. It lands exactly right to throw a knife straight. Throw, yeah, yeah, yeah. The boyfriend's dead. <laughs> I wonder, that's made me think, as to know where he is. Do you remember that DS9 episode where Ezra uh, had the sniper rifle that could see through yeah. walls? And I wonder if it's something similar. Yeah, they've similar got to be doing technology. something that the... And yeah, so they the boyfriend's gone, he's finished, um, and Daj, there's this thing of, they're speaking in Romulan, but then one of them says, no, speak English. Yeah. And that's obviously like, we don't want people to know, to know. that it's Romulans. Yeah. like they're wearing these black motorcycle <coughs> helmets sort of yeah, things, yeah. all in black, all features covered. Presumably though, the universal translator would just translate it. But then I'm wondering if it's if there's if actually, recording technology anywhere, they'd be able to decipher it and yeah, go, if just yeah, speaking, this were, yeah, if they're just speaking in English. This were Romulan, so they want them to speak English so that nobody can tweet yeah. as to who they are. And there's this thing about she's not being activated yet, and then they say, now she's activating. And it's very sort of Jason Bourne or yes. 
like um, river in Firefly where yeah, she just where she turns just suddenly and goes fighting machine and, and yeah like say the action she's got a bag over her head she can't, yeah, she yeah. can't even see them so the action's really quite intense. We don't, we've not really got this sort of... I mean, Discovery has fights and things, but yeah. it's very modern sort of TV fighting rather than Kirk with his double axe handles <laughs> or, you know, whatever Kirk it Fu. is. Yeah, Kirk <laughs> Fu. So, yeah, I think it's an effective scene. And then it finishes. She gets like a flash of Picard. Yeah. But one thing I want to come back to when we've talked about like the revelations as to who she is and everything, it's Picard now. That's yeah. not a memory of what Picard looked like 20 years ago. That is Picard as he appears now, and I'm I'm sure it will be explained, but it'd be interesting to see exactly how. Uh, I think we might get a clue to that a little bit later in the episode, so we'll pick up on that. But So, pretty good teaser. This is where we kick in yeah. the credits. The only thing I wondered is, would it have been more interesting to not have the nightmare scene yet, start the episode with Boston, with Daj, and then you finish your teaser with this young woman seeing a, vi- a vision of Picard, and then you go into the credits, credits and then have Star the- Trek Picard, and, you know, to set up the mystery. I, I, I liked... Look... Like we've already said, how it ta- the dr- nightmare dream scene yeah, yeah. tied in so nicely to where it finished. That's true. That's true. It, it, yeah, it, it tied in so nicely to the end of Nemesis and the end of Gen. Yeah, so Next it's nice Gen. to pick so it up. It, yeah, it sort of was really nice and smooth back into. You're right. I mean, I think for me, it could have worked both ways. It could have worked both ways, but, but I think yeah, no, it was a nice. You're right. It gets it people on board straight away. This is the Star Trek you remember. Yeah. Off we go. The credits themselves, then. What did you make of the tune? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to say it's even growing on me. Like, I'm off to hold my hands up here. Yeah. I've watched this episode eight times so far. Really? Okay, that's pretty good, <laughs> considering we're recording this Tuesday. So, I, I watched it twice on Thursday when it yeah. dropped in the States. Let's not say how. <laughs> I just can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I watched it, obviously, when it dropped on Amazon. and So yeah. I've watched this quite a lot. And I'd like to say the tune's growing on me. Yeah. But it isn't really. No, I mean... There's, it, there's little bits in there. You can hear little bits of the next gen. Yeah, thing. right at the end, there's a reprise of the next but, gen, much like no, Discovery does very... with the TOS. Yeah, there's... Like you say, maybe eventually, and it's obviously set up to be like a wistful yeah. sort of tune to put us in the mindset of where Picard is at this yeah. stage in his life. Now, the credits, I like the credits. Yep, credits were great. We're doing a very similar thing to what we do in Discovery where it, it's not a ship flying through space, it's an abstract yeah, it's, thing that's giving us clues as yeah, to what we're going to see. I, like, I wonder if if the credits are going to change. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. Like, we get the Discovery, they don't change weekly, but they change... They change when... As the series goes When on. pieces of the story yeah. coalesce. I mean, obviously there's a thing going on here with a bit of the sky shatters, and eventually at the end of the credits it reforms with Picard, which seems to be a... You know, a metaphor for Picard's a broken man and yeah. this brings him back together. But a, a few things I noticed in it. Obviously, there's a Borg ship in the credits. Yeah, I, like... I know from the trailers we've seen the Borg group, and to be fair, I think they've really 
dropped a bollocks here. I think the Bob yeah. Cube should have been a well a, a big reveal, should. a surprise reveal, and it is directed, filmed, the score. When we get to the end of the episode, we'll talk about it a bit more, but it is designed to be a shock reveal. Yeah. But obviously they give it away in the trailers. Yeah, they give it away in the trailers, and they give it away in the credits. The yeah. Sh- which... Well, the credits, I do, you wouldn't have gone, oh, there's definitely going to be the Borg in it because we've seen a Borg cube in no, the credits. Yeah, no, but I mean, Chab... The... Yeah, it's a hint. Yeah, and... you, like, if, if the Borg cube is there in the credits, I'm going to expect to see the Borg sometime in this series. True, yeah, and also there's, like, DNA in the credits, and we find out a bit more about that. Yeah, it well, shows... it's actually DNA, it's similar. Yeah, and it shows an eye, which is a robotic eye, and so you can see where yeah. these pieces are going. So we... There's you... a really interesting part in these credits. I don't know how many people picked up on. This is the first series... And... And out of all series, so Next Gen, DS9, Voyager, mm. Enterprise, Discovery, all 13 movies, this is the first one that doesn't, isn't based on Star Trek. Yeah, it's based on it's Star based Trek. based on Star next... Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, exactly. I wonder what the reason for that is. Well, it's there's... obviously because it's Picard. It's... Yeah, but I wonder if it's a copyrighty thing, or I suppose because it's the first one that's a direct sequel series kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. And... I have no problem with it. Like, no, it does still say created by Gene Roddenberry. Yeah, exactly. So Roddenberry's getting his credit. And I think they would have to credit Roddenberry. Yeah. You know, if we made Star Trek Major Kira, I, I think I think that's probably... based on Deep Space Nine, created by, and Star Trek, created well, by. Well, DS9 wasn't created by. No, it would be Rick Berman, Michael then. Pillar. And... So I think if you did uh, any other show, they'd probably revert to. Based Star on Star Trek. Trek. Yes, you're probably right. To get the created by Gene Roddenberry. Yeah. And then back to the show then. So we've got Picard actually speaking French. Yeah. Uh, to his dog. Which, <laughs> not sure if dogs speak French. I mean, we know from Buffy that all monkeys well, speak French. Well, we do French, because he uh, points out that they've practiced uh, They it. have practiced, you're right. <laughs> uh, again, there's a thing. Wouldn't the Universal Translator do this? Unless we're seeing this from number one's point of view, because he presumably doesn't have a universal yeah. translator, so he'd hear French. So we've got a bilingual dog at the very least. <laughs> and presumably the Romulans say things to him in Romulan, yeah. so obviously well, quite a clever dog. No, I think the Romulans are speaking English. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, and we'll okay. come to that in a... When right. We, when we get back to these two Romulans, we'll, yeah. I'll explain my so reason they, They've got an interesting, or potentially interesting backstory. We find out Picard sort of talks about I prefer the dreams to being awake. Yeah. And this is sort of a, a sign that he's got this ennui and he, he's yeah. not happy with his yeah. lot in life. It's at in the, the dreams that bother me. He's waking up. Yeah. And he's drinking decaf. Yeah. Presumably, because he doesn't want to be kept awake by caffeine. I was. I don't know if you noticed this, which I thought was really strange. Before Picard has finished his order, mm. the replicator is already making it. Maybe it just... As soon as he starts saying Earl Grey... Yeah. It starts... Maybe that's it. Maybe it's used to his order and it, it preempts. Well, it's like predictive text. Yeah, that predictive, it off to, predictive replication. It knows what it's off to order. Yeah. And then, obviously, if it if he says, no, I wanted full caffeine thing, then he can just shoot it or something. <laughs> it's not. But, yeah, I presume it is. It's like... Yeah, I just... It just got me did that, that it started yeah. replicating before he'd actually... Finished saying what he actually wanted. Yeah, I mean, I do like. I liked how the new replicator worked, though. All right, I didn't notice anything particular. Well, but I've not seen it eight times, so. Well, 
in TNG when you, something was replicated, it almost beamed onto. Yeah, yeah. Replicate. This sort of built it up like almost like what you'd have with a 3D printer. Right. It, it like had lines of light building it. Okay. Yes, and we see something similar when he looks in the archives yeah. later on. So, yeah, the technology or the way we're visualizing the technology has changed a yeah. little bit, but I thought it was it's nice. recognizable well, as what it was. It's recognizable as what it was. So, and it's 20 years later as well. Oh yeah, so technology's moved on, so it's that sort of slight progression of the technology. Well, you look at an iPhone compared to a Nokia thirty-three ten, yeah. and yeah, you're seeing your differences. Um, we get the bit. Obviously, we find out that these Romulan, uh, sorry, not the Romulans, the news people are coming to do a yeah. a news report. It's an anniversary of the destruction of Mars. Uh, sorry, the, an anniversary of the destruction of Romulus. Yeah, uh, which coincides near enough to the destruction of Mars as we find out and they show these like shots of it like Captain Picard did this and most of it's publicity shots but there's a couple of actual shots from episodes yeah one of them's from Sins of the Father which I thought was a really clever choice get a picture with Worf in there so that the people that were worried they're going to change Worf to look like the Discovery Klingons no Worf still looks the same yeah. don't worry Though yeah, does, I don't think they'll change the Klingons. I don't we think have they them. will. I think they'll be TNG era Klingons. Yeah. Maybe a mix. We'll have TNG era some yeah. of the disco ones. I don't know. Um, but I thought I was very clever. Stops people worrying about it. But it does make you wonder who's took this picture at the time. You know, so they went in. They did the ceremony. Yeah. They did. I'm wondering if it's a bit like. Um, when we went on holiday to New York, literally everywhere you went, someone took your picture and asked you if you wanted to buy it. Like, Toys R Us, they were like, oh, you've walked in Toys R Us, here's a picture. I'm like, I don't, why do I want a picture of myself walking into the yeah. doorway of a Toys R Us? I can do that in Bristol, you yeah. know. Well, I can't now, obviously, as it's got a recreation. Yeah, it's a very strange. Really weird. So I've never been to America, but I've heard a lot. Heard that a lot was of New York, and it was literally everywhere you went. Yeah. Do you want a picture? Do you want a picture? I've got a picture on my, cam- my phone as well, I can do that yeah. if I want. Um, so I'm wondering if there's like a Klingon guy who's like, oh, maybe. or maybe it's oh. CCTV or the Klingons have released a few images. Yeah, to... and we find out then that it was Picard that called for the relocation of Romulus. It was him that was the spearhead of it. He left the Enterprise. Yeah. Well, before he goes into this interview, we have like, is this guy still Romulan servant? Yeah, yeah. He's got woman. I assume like servants. They see the housekeepers. Housekeepers, assistants. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Picard would treat them in a subservient yeah. fashion. I'm sure that they have a lovely like, cushy room. They point room out and... to him, then, we remember what you did. Yeah, that's it. Be the captain we remember, that people remember. That's it. It's, it's, it, it is clear that he's not the man he was. Yeah. And people throughout this episode are trying to get him to go back to that. But now we meet these two Romulans, a lot of pe- I've heard a lot of people complaining one of the Romulans has an Irish accent. Right. And this is where I want to get that. They're not using universal translators. Right. They're talking in English. Okay. They've got to have learnt English off someone. The That's guy's true. learnt someone English off someone who has an Irish accent. It doesn't take a lot of... <laughs> Maybe so. Or I was thinking but like... I think, I think you could explain a lot of these accents oh, really, I mean, it, very simply. It'd be silly to, you know, like... Why does everyone else have an American accent, yeah. you know, or a British accent, and nobody's worried about that? I think, you know, <coughs> I think we could go with the Doctor Who explanation of lots of planets have an island. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, it's yeah. I'm not gonna worry about accents. I've, I've not stuff. got a problem with it, but it's, I've I quite know watched people a few, have, yeah, a few podcasts and a few reviews, YouTube reviews. Of course, and yeah. I mean, there's some. I think it's just we should address our point of view on it. Yeah, of course. And we don't have a problem with him having an Irish accent, and it's quite explainable. Yeah, of course it is. And there's some great stuff from Picard during the interview. Like uh, they mentioned the pyramids, and he says, "No, they were a, a thing of vanity." And you <laughs> it's know, more this, like Dunkirk. it's more like Dunkirk, which you know um, will that sort of ties into. Cause I think yeah. they say there it's ten thousand ships that they mustered. Ten, yeah, ten thousand ships. And one of the things we talked about, I think, when we looked at Children of Mars, is people were saying, "Well, why have they got the Discovery ships in?" The Planitian, it's like, if it's 10,000 ships, they're, they're probably, probably calling in all everything. sorts out of mothballs. And, and Dunkirk, it was literally people who had their own boats on yeah. the river and they We're took helping. them across. And um, an amazing thing is, I've seen a couple of the boats because you do see them up and down the Thames. Yeah. And every boat that was involved with that got a plaque and they can moor anywhere in the UK yeah. for free forever, which I think is too right as yeah. well. But. But yeah, so, you know, don't, presumably, yeah, these ships will be mothballed, they'll have dropped out of Starfleet, they probably found their way into civilian hands yeah. at some point. And when Picard's like, called for this, it's like, we want every warp-capable ship, we'll repair like, it, we'll do upgrades. Yeah. We do know that they carry on using ships for huge amounts of time. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, look at, like, look at the Excelsior class in Next Generation the all the time. has been in service for... So, 70, 80 years. Yeah, exactly. So, there's no reason not to have... No, there isn't. ...other ships that have been around this long. And, yeah, so we, we get all that. We get a great bit where uh, she says Romulan lives, and he says, no, lives. Lives. Which, to me, it seems to be a reference to Black Lives Matter yeah. and, you know, I whatever just want else to lives say, matter. Look, that this is one that we called right. Yep. Picard led the rescue of Romulus. Yeah, yeah. We called this we did. months ago. Yeah, we knew it was a rescue thing, and we guessed it was this, and it, that seems to be playing out. So I just, I but, think we can give ourselves a big tick for that. Yeah, we'll have that one. <laughs> and we found out, obviously, it didn't go to plan. Mars was destroyed, and that wiped out yeah. a lot of the fleet. And this is where Picard left Starfleet because Starfleet said, "We've taken, you know, the fleet's destroyed. We've got to reprioritize." And Picard took the stance that we have promised these people yeah. we're going to do this, and now we're not, and we as Starfleet should do it. Yeah, this is what Starfleet should do. And I can see Picard taking that stance. You know, he was ready to leave an insurrection to help the Baku. Yeah. And, you know, this is that was just a few hundred people. This is this an entire species. Well, it, well, no, well, no, he's actually rescuing 900 million yeah. citizens. Yes. So... What I'm imagining is that, like, the Romulan High Command or whatever, the military has looked after themselves. Yes, which you would imagine the Romulan yeah. military And what was. we've actually got is the 900 civilians who aren't tied to the mil military or the mm -hmm. spy networks or the government. Yeah. Like, the general... They're just leaving the, the public. Yeah. normal public on Romulus... Are stranded, yeah, and that's who he's trying to rescue. Yeah, we've only got so many ships. The military and the um, the glitterati are coming on these yeah. ships, and then yeah, and also actually thinking back to Deep Space Nine, we know uh, that the Romulans lost a lot of ships in the Dominion War yeah. and in um, in Abrantain's attack on the thing. Yeah. So the Romulans are depleted at this yeah. point anyway. Like it is mentioned in this interview as well, the galaxy 
is has buried its dead and yeah, it's still it's in mourning the galaxy and that's obviously a reference to the Dominion War. Yeah, yeah. Because like we've got to be talking in trillions approaching. Oh yeah, the Dominion War was yeah. Definitely tens, hundreds of billions of yeah, lives. Easily. And yeah, so you know, I buy why Picard left Starfleet. We'll talk about it a little bit later on so there's some other things come in. Uh, this leads to Daj sees this interview. Obviously, Picard's had enough. He walks out of it, and they, you know, they weren't meant to ask him about why he left Starfleet, yeah. but they slipped it in. So they're a bit like that geezer. Oh, what's his name? That tosser reporter that we've got in England who keeps doing it. He, did, he interviewed oh, Robert Downey Jr. He started asking him about drugs, and then he did another one, didn't he? That um, uh, Quentin Tarantino. He wound him up as well. He's just a git, but. It's a bit like that, you know, we're not yeah. going to ask you about this, but that's yeah, exactly what we do. Well, and a lot of people said that, like, this is very political and they're carrying on about that. That's got political overtones, how it's carrying on. Of like, it has. But, <laughs> and they're complaining about this. Well, I don't know why anybody who's watched Star Trek yeah. is complaining about them getting political. No, it's ridiculous. Since day one, Star, Star Trek has always been, been political, political and... You know, I'm sorry. <coughs> well, I'm not sorry if I offend like hardline right wing people, but Star Trek has always been left wing in its politics. Yeah. Whether you like that or not, that is that a fact. is what Star Trek is. And people saying John Luke Picard's too woke. Like, the, I don't want to make him woke. John Luke Picard was woke, woke before, before woke, woke existed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know. Um, then obviously Daj turns up at the chateau. Yeah, we get this bit. Number one's okay with us, so that's good enough for Picard. Yeah. You know, the dog had warned me <laughs> yeah, if there the was anything trusts, wrong. So. Picard, though, I noticed he sort of takes a hand and he's a lot more sort of warmer than he used to. He was a bit more standoffish with people yeah. initially, and it seems maybe in his old age he's a it, bit more giving with his emotions he was always an emotional guy but he kept it well i think that was when he was captain wasn't it that that's sort the of, point yeah it, it sort of it, that <clears throat> it wouldn't be right for the captain it's like it's sort of not a starfleet rule it's his no rule. it's his rule yeah and he's not now so he even says to you know i'm jean Luc. he's yeah. not admiral picard he's not captain picard and then we get the thing about the necklace which i know a lot of people have problems with i I'm on the fence about it. I mean, it, it is a plot device. There's nothing that unique about it. If yeah. if I saw a woman wearing that necklace, I wouldn't think, oh my God, that's really, that's really unusual. Yeah. Um, unless it was it was a Cardassian wearing it. It's because Cardassians ban... They don't like circles, even though DS9's a circle. Really? Um, yeah, there's a thing about they don't... Oh, they don't like squares. Sorry. That's it. That's why all the view screens on DS9 are ovals. So this would be fine on the Cardassian. It would have to find the anti-Cardassians yeah. who don't like circles. But yeah, so I mean, it's a thing. It, it's got a, We've got to bring the necklace in to tell the story. I don't have a massive problem with it, as I know some people no, do. But it is a little bit... I don't think, like... When he said it's unusual... Yeah. You never look at your necklace. That's unusual. It's not like I didn't think it was that unusual. No, it's not enough to. Oh, let's have a yeah. good look. I mean, obviously, the reason he's got to have a look at it is because she has to take it off so that he's still got it later. Yeah. But you know, it, yeah, it's, it's just, one of the uh, things. It needs to go in for the plot. Uh, and then there's a great conversation between them where she says, "Have you ever been a stranger to yourself?" Well, she asks, "Do you know me?" 
do you know me first of all sorry yeah, yeah. and no but then he's then she's like you're not sure are you thinking about it and obviously we find out where why he might recognize yeah. her and yeah they have you been a stranger obviously he was a stranger to himself when he the bog but also in the inner light yeah and you know so there's there's some great great dialogue and i love that we're taking these scenes slowly and we're getting a chance just to let Patrick Stewart do his thing. And, you know, he got chances to do that in Next Gen, but not that often. Yeah, well, the show is called Picard. Exactly. It's not a crew. It, I mean, we will get a crew. We, we do get a crew. We know there's um, this is, season regulars. This and... is Jean-Luc Picard's story. It's not, yeah. you know, a whole crew or what have you, their story. So some lovely stuff with him and Daj there. And I noticed the next bit, it turns out to be a dream, but he wakes up with more of a spring in his step yeah. and he flings the curtains open. And it's like, right, he's now got a purpose. He's got a mission. Who is this woman? Yeah, what can got... I do to help her? <laughs> and suddenly he's back on it. Yeah, uh, like this, but this time, like, his dream. This is a dream. This isn't a nightmare. The, no, this I is don't... a dream. This is, this is a clue. This is where your brain starts to work things out. Things out. And people you do do that in your you sleep. do you get a little bit like, i remember once i um it was one of these puzzles where it's like you've got two uh you've got a mum a dad two kids in a boat and the boat can either take one adult one kid or two kids you know and how do you get them all across the river and i remember i woke up in the middle of the night one night and just went i've got it you know and it, <laughs> and it is this yeah. thing that your brain does do these things and obviously, he's fallen asleep at his desk and he sees the painting, which is the painting that Data was painting in the dream. Yeah. Well, yeah, like... Are you happy with how they've used Data here? Yeah, I think like, like they're very dream. clever. I think it's a clever way to bring him back. I think the de-aging is better than it looked in the trailers, which is great. Yeah. And I think it's been true to Data's character as well. Like, the way he's talking, spot on. Yeah. And it's, you know, Brent Spiner's obviously enjoying being back in the role. Yeah, but, like, I've, like we talked, could he come back as Law or B4? Or... Which he still might. Well, maybe not B4, but Law's a possibility. Law's a possibility. But I think it's nice that they've not... That they've honoured the fact that he is dead yes I do not sort and of... you know we've talked about many times Picard's autobiography they bring him back in that they brought him back in the countdown to uh, Star Trek 09 comic yeah, which well, is now well, completely auto- non-canon his autobiography sort of explains yeah. his sort of bit before but that of how Data came large parts of that have now been made non-canon yeah. by the which you, you know yeah, Star- we have no problem with this Star Trek spin-off media is always not well, canon. Well, to be fair, like at the time they announced with these comics first, yeah, yeah. like the movies that they were canon. And um, Paramount didn't have no. the um, IGN, the intellectual right, to do that. No, it's just they didn't true. own the rights to be able to say all this media they put out. Yeah, was absolutely. canon. And the thing all is, I had the right to do was make movies. The way I think about it is Star Trek spin-off fiction that's not on screen can be canon until it isn't. Yeah. You know, if you want to read it and go, yeah, that's part of canon, uh, great. To be fair, there's books out there that we know aren't canon. Oh, yeah. But they're enjoyable. Still great books. They're yeah. enjoyable reads. So, that's fine. Um, and, yeah, so this starts him, he goes to Starfleet. I mean, first we find out Daz has done one in the middle of the night. The Romulan yeah. woke up at five o'clock. And she was gone. already gone. 
but she does say the dog was in the bed, so again, it's showing that the dog likes her. Dog has her. no problem with her. Yeah, which is interesting. And um, she's got, you think, you she could have possibly woke Picard up to tell him this, but then if she's already gone and she's checked all the cameras and she yeah. knows where they found, you might as well let him have a bit of kip. Yeah, you know? what's the point? Yeah, exactly. It goes to the archives anyway. This is very Star Wars. This is. This reminds me when Obi Wan Kenobi goes to the Jedi archives yeah. and he's looking for Master Sifidius. Um This is obviously how we've decided futuristic archives that, look. Yeah, like I was trying to work this out because he has a room, but he yeah. gets told that he has privacy from this point. Yeah, and this is the archives. I've got a feeling that. The, like there's probably a dozen rooms yeah. in this archive and you have your things that are stored mm. like you want there but they're digitally stored like in transport right. buffer so yeah, yeah. say I'm Picard going in for my Picard archive yeah and everything's there it populates the room based on your yes yeah. so that you don't have and that that's why it's the quantum archive. Yes, because I was. Uh, I think you're right. Cause like, I think they beam that painting in, don't they? Yeah, they beam the painting in. And the, so you think the rest of the stuff's beamed in when it? Yeah, I think that he has. When a, in, he, he has a, you have a room, you archive, so you have a lot yeah. of stuff in storage. Because yeah. you can't keep it all. No, no. Maybe got mountains and mountains of books. And yeah, exactly. Everything. And then but he, you sort of go in. You hire, you rent a room or whatever. You, you have it. You. Put your stuff how you want it. Yeah. And then that's transported out. Right. And it so, just has a blank slate. So when again. it goes, Jean-Luc Picard's here, the room prepares for him and goes, Jum, there's yeah. all your stuff. Yeah, I, I think I that's how it works. That. And that's how you can have different people can go yeah. and use. Now, the Stargazer model is now different colours than it was in the next gen. And here's my theory. As you'll know, as being a, a model painter, and I know that you know I play war games yeah. and thing. What you do is you buy the model, you build it, and it sits there. So I think the model we saw in Next Gen, where it was all yellow, Picard's built it. Oh, my lovely Stargazer model. He's primed it. He's painted it that yellow. He's not got round to it. He's retired now. And he's finally finished, finished that Stargazer yeah. model. And that's why we've got it painted um, in this. Well, one. he had three models. Yeah, he did. He had. Um, the Stargazer. Yeah. He had his captain's yacht from yeah, Enterprise, there was the Enterprise e. e. And he had the Enterprise E. Uh, there was the D as well hanging behind him uh, when no, he's looking I, I at the painting. I was looking for the D. I the D is on the wall behind him as he's looking right. at the painting. Oh, right. so, okay, yeah, then. the D's in there. And he's got his Captain Picard Day sign. Yeah. Which we haven't got to Pegasus yet uh, on the main show, but. Uh, when he gets that, he's a bit grumpy and he's, oh, they're making a fuss. But he's obviously a bit more of a softy yeah. than all that he's kept it. And then we get the picture. We find out it's painted in 2369, which I'll look this up. That's season six. I'm wondering if this was painted around the episode Birthright where Data first dreams... Oh, possibly. And that'd tie in, you know, it's yeah. Data learns out a dream and then he paints this thing which is appearing in dreams and yeah. that just seems a nice... Because I looked at the episode list and there's none that really jumps out as, as when this would be where Data does it. Yeah, that makes so sense. So I'm thinking maybe there. So that's my headcanon for now. And we find out the painting's called Daughter and it looks a lot like Daj. 
it looks very much like and Daz doesn't look you know, she, she's got a similarity to Lal you know she's got same sort of dark yeah. hair similar features um, so you know they, we're going to dig into that obviously it's going to be a big thing as we go Go back to Daz in Paris. She calls Did up you, and well, before that, do you like how he look got the picture and like when he how it comes in like a box, but yeah. how the box opens? Yeah, itself. yeah, the box sort of yeah <laughs> tidies itself away. Yeah. and turns into a little box. <laughs> but how he beamed it in—that's what I mean about. Yeah, yeah. I think the whole room is done like. No, that. I think you're right. Yeah, and yeah, it's really clever stuff, and it's believable extensions of the technology yeah. we've seen. And so Daj in Paris, we find out that's where she's run off to. So she's still in France. She's not beamed away. Yeah. Uh, we don't need a title card for Paris because we can see the Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower. And um, she calls her mum. Now she tells her mum what's going. You know, I'm worried. And she says, No, no, you must go back to the card. So hang on, I didn't I say card. Then the transmission flickers. So I, I'm wondering if this isn't a mum. This is a program. And it's recalibrating, yeah. and it says, "Right, you didn't do that." Oh, whoever's controlling this program is oh, we didn't program that response in. We didn't anticipate that. Yeah. So it's disrupted for a second while it recalibrates. But that would maybe assume that this is the bad guys. But I, the bad no, guys, don't want her to find Picard. No, I think it's the internal program. Like, internal that, sadage yeah I think it's sort of like I don't think she's actually speaking to anybody else I think right. this is I've, so a mum is not she, real a mum's yeah, she, part of a constructed part, part reality construct, that she's got yeah, like, but a boyfriend wasn't no boy, no, a boyfriend wasn't but I think that she's got to have that she'll we'll find out like we're not like, shall I jump forward to where we find out that she's a yes, twin? Yes, go, like, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, we find out that she's a clone, a very special form of clone. Yes, so effectively. What I'm yeah. thinking is that she's been grown at this age. Right, okay. That she hasn't got a youth. Right, so her life began, could have begun... A year ago. A year ago, whatever, right, so, yeah. But that, so she hasn't actually got a mother, but she's got all these memories. These me- yeah. Because Picard starts talking about, is it Picard? to her later about this yeah yeah he does and all that, that no he you, says it's a beautiful memory and it's yours it's yours and, but it is just a memory and it's, that made me think as well it's Picard that's where I'm getting this from that she's yeah it could be and Picard when he says that about it's a beautiful memory he's uniquely positioned to appreciate that because he remembered that whole lifetime yeah. in the inner light yeah and he, they're beautiful memories for him and yeah. they're his but, and that's it. but he knows they're not real yeah. but so that's it's a lovely little thing it's not spelled out like he doesn't say I once had these memories yeah and a casual viewer might not notice it but it's just a lovely little note yeah it is it's a, and it's the ideal person to deal with her with it yeah it is and then but that's what I think I think I, that they're being cloned as adults I think you could be onto something and there. the mother is part of her internal program it could well which be which is like and where she was activated and the mother triggers her again really to you know you need to find him and then she starts doing this so, bit of bit of really fast and, and it's like kind of like how data used yeah. to type on things you know so yeah it's really <laughs> a bit like a dad so yeah it's interesting then they meet up again at Starfleet and Picard sort of talks to her about it like 
have you ever considered you might mean she says what a, a psychotic killing the uh, android and he's like no 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 but this shows that androids now have got such a negative reputation because of Mars. it's this idea of othering you know where somebody's done this so therefore everyone who's like them must be bad yeah. and that's obviously caught on and you know obviously you know I'm not going to talk down to anyone and say this is what but you know there are obvious parallels to things that are going on yeah. in the real world there um then we get the next action scene so they find him they find them sorry they've got to run up the stairs Picard's knackered yeah it's an old man <laughs> like what's it been is it 92 92 is, is the, the age they're giving in all the publicity so yeah. um so it was like quite yeah. old in it was playing an old captain in next it was game. but but yeah and this is believable you don't want yeah. Picard sprinting up the thing yeah. and pulling a phaser and he is an old man but as we talked about in earlier episodes Picard's power has never been to fight someone no. Picard's power is that he can sit there and talk to people <laughs> and change civilizations yeah. you know and that that's what's great about him we get another fight um, Daz drops a couple of wrestling moves in here there's a belly to back suplex and then a DDT <laughs> onto the pavement it could do with like JR yeah, she's commentating. really fast she is and she can jump yeah which like like we didn't see data jump like this but no we, we didn't it was sort of implied but we you know in the conversation Picard has at, uh, in the next sequence we find out why it might be that she's a bit different yeah but we do we, it was sort of implied that data could do things yeah, like oh yeah so. yeah and he had his inbuilt flotation like, device uh, like let's bear in mind next gen was made 80s early 90s yeah exactly you can do this on a TV lot. budget effects, well effects have moved on a they long have. way and this has got a big budget, so, um, so yeah, it, Daz dies. That's the the twist. Well, yeah, we've had like it's when she's been at comic cons beforehand yeah. and everything. Yeah, I'm in it all the way through. Yeah. I'm regular. What? And she, I'm sure she will be a regular. I'm sure well, she will be in it all the way through, but but not as Daz. The actress will be, and yeah, brilliant. Well done. Well, they kept it under wraps. Yes, yeah. I want to come back. There's, this how she dies and a lot the people have got this wrong yeah and they've been saying what's going on with Vulc with uh, Romulan suddenly having acidic blood no they don't he they chews don't. a capsule he, he, he bites down on the capsule yeah like it's an old like a suicide capsule but yeah. obviously it's being it's, Romulans it's got an offensive capability well, well I don't think it actually I think it's used ah. offensively I think the idea of it it like, just melts you it's, it's melt you so you can't be identified but, as having been Romulan but he's gone he spits it on her on so her. it takes well, it starts to melt her, but it's actually his face, his it, it disruptor. It goes on his disruptor as and well, which blows And that causes up. the explosion, yeah. So, so, I don't think it is an offensive weapon. No, I think it's just the whole he's chosen is, to... It's like, spy, spies in the Cold War, cyanide pill, poison, so they couldn't answer. This huge corrosive acid yeah. to literally dissolve him, so there's no evidence it was right, a Romulan. but he spat it at her yeah. to try and take her out as well. Yeah, that, I think you're probably right. And, you know, as we say, big shock, killed Daj, well done keeping it under wraps. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely caught yeah. me off guard, did that one. And then Picard wakes up on his sofa. Uh, again, a few people have said, well, you know, wouldn't he have been taken to a hospital? I imagine medical technology is such that they would have run a tricorder over him, done whatever, yeah. if he's got any internal bleeding, done the bip, 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 bip thing, sent him home. Um, and then... 
there's this bit about well the police didn't say anyone else was there yeah and there's they said, no, no record maybe she had a clerking field now at, at second time watching it I think I understood it more I think what they're getting at is she has something that stops her being filmable on a camera it's not literally that she's yeah. clerked it's just well, she also, appear. I don't <laughs> think it's her actually I think it's the Romulans the Romulans yeah, yeah maybe because so. there's like I'm going to imagine that there's no evidence of them having gone to a flat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, because presumably Picard would have been able to research yeah. that. You know, when she said my boyfriend died, yeah. he could have looked. But yeah, yeah. presumably. So they, they I were. think it's I think it's the Romulans who've right. They've blocked it blocked out or whatever. Out. Either that or the police are covering it up. And I like the fact that we're the police are mentioned. I think maybe the first time in Star Trek, whenever no. we've been on Earth, we've seen Starfleet patrolling the streets. No, wasn't it? Um, Lost. No, in 2009, wasn't it? The uh, there was police in that. And also, Kirk. yes, you're right. So, yeah, first time in the Prime Universe yeah. then that we've had police, maybe. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but... I, I think you might be right in the Prime Universe, but yeah. I'm sure we've had it. We have, you're right, in Kelvin, yeah. So Picard now gets motivated and he says, I've just been waiting to die. Uh, it was my offended dignity. And so this is the thing of, you know, he took the stand that he took, but he realises now, I've almost cut my nose off to spite my face yeah. because I'm not out there changing, changing things, things and doing and... things. And I've been wallowing a bit, and now I've got something to do and I'm off. So he goes to the Daystrom Institute, he meets Dr. Girati, and we get a bit of an info dump and everything. Yeah, this is another one that we know is going to be a season regular. Yes, so we're going to see more of her. And we find out the androids that staged the uprising were built here. Yeah, but they can't understand how it's got... How they it's don't know happened. what's happened. And our mate Jack came up with a good theory on our messenger group. Yeah. He thinks that what's happened is Romulan fundamentalists have been, we don't want Starfleet bailing us out of this. Yeah, we don't want to be owing... So somehow they've reprogrammed the androids to do this to yeah. destroy the ships. I'm wondering now, could it be the Tal Shiar? Yeah. So it could be the the Romulans we've seen could be Tal Shiar. That wouldn't that would make a lot of sense. They've sabotaged the the synths as they call them to do this and everything. So that's my working theory for yeah, now. Yeah, I, I can go with that. I'm happy with that. And we see B4 in the drawer, insert your yeah. name here. Yeah, um, it's mentioned here about the download from data. Download it from didn't data. work. Yeah, didn't work. I'm happy with it that. It was an inferior android. He didn't have the... He didn't have the capacity the in capacity his positronic to, brain to handle it. We also get a call out to Maddox, who's mysteriously disappeared. Yeah. So maybe we'll see Commander Maddox later on. I think Maddox is going to be a bit like a Sun character. Maybe so, yeah. Or maybe he's working for the Romulans. Mm. We don't know. Because maybe they've said to him, well, you can't do your research in the Federation. Come to yeah. us. We've got a bog ship, mate. You want to see what we got here? So I don't know. Um, we get a little bit of sort of exposition like... Any advanced android has to be based on data because he's the only one that, is. that has worked. So it would have to be directly based on him. And Maddox had this theory that data's neurons effectively, you know, would have he the android equivalent of DNA in it and you could reconstruct data. Oh, you could reconstruct his <coughs> neural net from it. Yeah. How he operated. Now, data's memories also include Lowell's memories because he uploaded them at the end of The Offspring. So if they've used this android DNA, Daj, or Daj's sister, could actually 
to all intents and purposes, be Lal or carry Lal's memories. Yeah, like, I seem to remember that we said that it could be Lal. Yeah, I think that was one of the things running about. So I don't know, but Data and Lal could be in there. We could reconstruct them. Um, The only bit I didn't like in this is Dr. Girati says, oh, well, they always make two of them. And that just seems a little bit, well, hang on, why? Yeah, I was, yeah, it's like the group, it's the reason that they have to grow in pairs. Yeah, or? not that we've been told yet. But and there's that, always two. There's always two. And they grow a flesh and blood one. Like, why? Right. Why? There's... Yeah, there's no reason given for it yet. Maybe we'll get something else. There's, so, there's got to be a reason and why. It, I mean, obviously, it's to telegraph the fact that we're about to see a twin. Yeah. And that works as a reveal, but... Picard just seems to take it in his stride yeah, too easily. Yeah, like, of, um, why is there always two of them? You know, come on. So, you know, I'm I'm not getting beat up about it. No, I but I'd like, ex- we'll get more I'd like it. an explanation it, of it. It's just too simple. It's too it's, pat. There's got to be two of them. Yeah. Okay, tell me why. And yeah, it's two. You, you can't just drop that. There's got to be two. Well, why not three? Why not four? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I want to know like, more I know, about that. I know we had data and law. But that was because he and, built data after, and they were not Law made did, at the same time. No, he built data after because Law didn't work properly. Yeah, exactly. And B four was there, so there was at least three of them. Yeah, B four was before uh, Law. When he made the one of his wife, there wasn't another one of them. Yeah, but we are talking about humanoid androids, where apparently there Flesh has to be blood. two. Yeah. Um, maybe something to do with chromosomes. Chromosomes always come in pairs. I don't know. Mm. Um, hopefully we'll find out, and then. Obviously, we cut then to the Romulan reclamation site, which, let's pretend it wasn't in the trailer. I still think you'd have twigged what this was before the reveal. Because it looks very boggy. I don't think you would <coughs> if it hadn't been there. Uh, maybe not, maybe If not. it hadn't been in trailer and the titles, yeah. I don't think you'd have got this result. Maybe not. Um, and we meet Soji, who... Obviously, he's the twin yeah. uh, of Daj. She seems to be a lot more aware. She says there were one of the. She's got the necklace, obviously, yeah. as well. Uh, which, sorry, Girati explains that's the symbol for this thing that he was doing. It's also just two circles. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Soji seems to know uh, my father made this. We, I've got a twin. So she seems to have a lot more idea than Daj did no, as to Daj, what's going on. No, I think Daj knew she had a twin. I don't think yeah, she, she... Does she say? I'm sure she does. Maybe she does. And she was aware of Maddock, I'm sure. Ma- I don't, I, she didn't know she was no. an android, though. Well, I don't think Until there's anything that... Until she was activated. Yeah, but I don't think there's anything that tells that lets you know that this... And maybe not. I wouldn't be android. surprised if she does know. But we'll, we'll, I think she's already been activated and she knows. Right. Do we think the father's Maddox? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. The, the data's daughter genetically, but Maddox made them. Who created them, yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that. And we get this guy, Narek, who's got the Irish accent. He's lost his brother last year. Do we think this is going to be a character we know? The brother. So first I thought maybe it's Nero, but the timeline doesn't add up, because that would be ten years ago that he lost him. So... I thought it was going to be a nice tie-in to yeah. Star Trek 09, but it can't be. The timeline don't work. No. But um, then we've not been in this universe for 20 years, so it would have had to have been a very young Romulan. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I... I think he's going to be a baddie. 
I'm not sure. But... I think he's going to be a baddie. And I've got a feeling, because the Romulans who based, who beamed in to catch stars at the start, mm-hmm. were looking for the other. Yeah. So they didn't know where the twin sister was, but she's there on the Romulan rec- reclamation. So this is not the same faction. Yeah, okay. so I wonder if they tell she are. Like, if these are the rescued ones on the reclamation Right, thing, okay. But the Telshiar are off separate. And, and you think he's like a Telshiar spy? Yeah. Right, yeah, could be. He's outrageously flirty with her, but it's like, come on, get a room, you yeah. two. He's like, oh, really, my brother? Well. <laughs> oh, I don't think you're going to have a problem yeah, with that. Yeah, I think we might see that next oh, episode, you actually. you usually help broken people. Ooh. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, come I think on. Gonna, yeah, I think we're going to see a bit okay. of that next episode. But it's like, calm down, guys. Come on. This is still <laughs> a family show. And then we get the big reveal of the Borg ship. Um, it goes on a bit too long for my liking. It's dun 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 zoom out, well, zoom out, zoom out, zoom yeah, out. Yeah, but more. that's because to ruin the surprise. Did, 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 if, they bom, bom, if they hadn't ruined the surprise, that'd have been brilliant. Maybe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is still a brilliant. It is shot. still a brilliant shot. It's great. But it the brings surprise in. Was ruined. It brings in a little bit of the TOS Romulan theme, um, just as a note there. Yeah. So yeah, great ending. Obviously, like you say, if it hadn't have been ruined, it'd have yeah. been oh my god, uh, what's yeah. going on here? But yeah, great episode. Very, very strong start to the series. Yeah, if it, I mean, it, it's everything I wanted from it. Yeah, I'm um, really happy with it. We were like, what we've just done? How many? How many episodes? A About lot. twenty episodes <laughs> on the road to Picard. We'd have. I'm sure you've listened to them. You know how many it is. Um, but we've been very excited for this. Yeah. And it's safe to say we weren't disappointed. No, it lived up to it. It has lived up to the hype. So I think that's just about it. I think we've covered everything as we're going. Have you got any final thoughts on it before we sign off? Um, interestingly, the only ship that we've really got a look at is the Romulan one. Ah, New Romulan, New yeah. Romulan ship. Very bird of prey-ish. Yeah. Well, yeah. the original bird of prey was Romulan. It was, yeah. So no, I like it. I think it's. A I like ship. it. You can see it's got similarities to the ones we see in Nemesis. Yeah. Nice ship, no doubt. You'll be able to get it from Eagle Moss very, very soon. Yeah, uh, um, you're going to have a new line. You know this uh, <laughs> line of ships that you've been buying that's coming to an end. Yeah, um, I think you might find. Yeah, that could it be. isn't. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. How much would you like to bet on this? Yeah, well, twenty-six pound a month at the minute is what they cost. <coughs> so yeah, well, that's our thoughts on yeah. Picard episode one, Remembrance. Let us know your thoughts on the Facebook group. Search for Retrek on Twitter at RetrekPod uh, or send us an email, RetrekPod at gmail.com. Yeah. We'll be back with the second episode, which we're eagerly anticipating. Yeah. Um, um, a quick bye before we go, because I play uh, Star Trek Fleet Command, so yeah. I know there's a few people from Server 142 who have just joined awesome. Retrek. Welcome, uh, guys. So, welcome, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for trekking with us this time. We'll see you next time on the Retrek. Thank you. Bye.